Hey, leader, and welcome to another episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast, where we are obsessed with helping you grow to your maximum potential and to maximize the impact of your leadership. My name is Doug Smith, and I am your host, and today's episode is brought to you by my friends at Baritone Advisors. We also recorded this live from the new Return.com studio. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here, and I hope that you'll enjoy our content and become a subscriber. Know that you can also watch all of our episodes over on our YouTube channel, so make sure you're subscribed there as well. And as always, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and it's impacted your life, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever app you listen to podcasts through. That really does help us to grow our audience and reach more leaders. So thank you in advance for that. Well, Leader, it is August, and every August I take a month off of podcasting and replay some of my favorite episodes. And in today's episode, you're going to hear a personal lesson I gave a few years ago called How to Get a Meeting with Anyone. And it is my step-by-step process for how I've built my network and how I've gotten so many podcast guests. And I truly do believe that if you'll implement this in your life, it'll add massive value to you and you'll grow your network like you've never grown it before. Uh, But before we dive into the lesson, just a few announcements. This episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast is sponsored by Baritung Advisors. The financial advisors at Baritung Advisors help educate and empower clients to make informed financial decisions. You can find out how Baritung Advisors can help you develop a customized financial plan for your financial future by visiting their website at baritungadvisors.com. That's B-E-R-A-T-U-N-G advisors.com. Securities and investment products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC, Baritung Advisors, LPL Financial, and L3 Leadership are separate entities. I also want to thank our sponsor, Henny Jewelers. They're a jeweler owned by my friend and mentor, John Henny. And my wife, Laura, and I got our engagement and wedding rings through Henny Jewelers and had an incredible experience. And not only do they have great jewelry, but they also invest in people. In fact, for every couple that comes in engaged, they give them a book to help them prepare for marriage. And we just love that. So if you're in need of a good jeweler, check out hennyjewelers.com. And I also want to thank our new sponsor, Return.com. And Leader, let me just ask you this. Have you ever had an interest in investing in real estate? Well, now for as little as $500, you can become a commercial real estate investor. Just visit Return.com to learn more. That's R-E-I-T-U-R-N.com. Investing involves risk. Please consult the Return Offering Circular if you're interested in investing. And with all that being said, let's dive right in. Here's my lesson on how to get a meeting with anyone. Welcome to another episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast, where we are obsessed with helping you grow to your maximum potential and to maximize the impact of your leadership. My name is Doug Smith, and in today's episode, I'm going to be teaching on the subject, how to get a meeting with anyone. And why this is so important to me is because I believe that you are one relationship away from changing your destiny. I'll say that again. I believe that you are one relationship away from changing your destiny. And I know that by personal experience, my life has been significantly changed and transformed by the leaders that I've come in contact with. And so today, I want to give you a practical process to be intentional in connecting with leaders. And my hope is that you'll start reaching out to leaders, that you'll get meetings that you never thought you could get, and that your life will be transformed as a result of the relationships that you develop. Now, let me give you a little bit of background on why and how I developed this process for context. When I was around 18 years old, I had a leader in my life who would bring in significant leaders from the community, usually from the business world, and he'd have them share leadership lessons with us. And he would always say to us, listen, Doug, if you connected with a leader that I had come in, my encouragement to you would be to ask them out to coffee and to ask them to mentor you. And he gave us this whole process, and I'm going to be sharing with you a lot of what he shared with us in today's episode. But I started asking leaders out to coffee, and that ended up leading to two or three coffees a month with leaders, which I did for probably around 10 years. 
when all of a sudden I started realizing my peers were coming to me and saying, Doug, I can't believe you got to spend time with this leader or that leader. I wish I could. And I just want to look at them and smile and say, well, have you ever asked? And 90% of the time when I would ask that question, they would say, no, I've never, I've never asked. And so I saw it as an opportunity, and that's actually how we started the L3 Leadership Podcast. I simply thought, what if I recorded my conversations with leaders so it doesn't just add value to me, but to everyone that I influence through the podcast? And thus, in 2012, we started the podcast, and here we are today. And that decision alone has led to relationships that I can't even have fathomed having prior to the podcast. So that's the background of why I'm passionate about this. And here's a little bit before we dive into the actual process, here are just some things that you need to know and think about before you start this whole process. First, one of the most important principles you could ever learn is that you need to become who you want to attract. You need to become who you want to attract. Because here's what I know in life, you attract who you are, not what you want. You could want a a meeting with John Maxwell, but if you aren't growing and developing as a leader, you're never going to get on John's radar. And so, first thing is to become the person that you want to attract. If you want to attract and and get to spend time with high-quality leaders, then you, leader, need to become a high-quality leader. So always be becoming who you are wanting to attract, and that's all about personal growth. And the second thing is to recognize that you are always either building your credibility or tearing your credibility down. And why I want to talk to you about credibility is because oftentimes it's going to be the credibility that you've built that opens the door for you to get in the room with some of the people that you want to get in the room with. For instance, I mentioned that I just had a lunch with John Maxwell. The only reason that I got a meeting with him was because of another leader giving me credibility. And John looked at me and he said, Doug, if it wasn't for that leader giving you credibility, you would have never gotten this meeting. And so leader, if you're listening to this, I want you to know that people are watching you and every day you're either building your credibility up or tearing it down. And one day you're going to need to bank in on that credibility. And if you haven't built it, you have nothing to cash in on and you're not going to get the meetings that you want. And so always be growing, always be becoming the person you want to attract. And then thirdly, always be building your credibility. You want to do all of that before you even think about reaching out to a leader for a meeting. So let's dive right into the process. And literally, this is how I get meetings with anyone. And so let's dive into this. My process is number one, I create a bucket list of leaders that I want to meet with. I create a bucket list of leaders that I want to meet with. And literally, I did this when I was 17 years old and I'm always adding to it. And at the top of my list was John Maxwell. Now, let me be clear with you. When I was 17 years old, 18 years old, and I wrote John Maxwell on the top of my bucket list of people that I wanted to meet with, I had no idea if it would ever actually happen. And I do want to preface this by saying you have to be okay with it never happening and never getting a meeting, but you should still have the list. But be okay if you never get that meeting. But if you get a meeting, be extremely grateful. So in other words, expect no meetings, but be grateful for every meeting. And that'll, that'll, be, that'll keep your heart in the right place and it'll keep you going when you don't get certain meetings. And so get ridiculous with your list. Literally, no one should be off, off the radar. If you want to meet with the president of the United States, the president of another country, just dream big and have a list that you're willing to work. For those of you interested, John Maxwell was number one on my list. Now that I've had that meeting, my new number one is Dave Ramsey. So if you're watching this and can get me in the room with Dave Ramsey, let's make it happen. That would be awesome. But create your bucket list of leaders. Now, when you have your bucket list of leaders, here's the next step. Start working your list. And how you start working your list is starting with who you know. 
Now, if you go back and, and look at episode number one of the L3 Leadership Podcast, my first guest on the podcast was the Dean of Admission at Carnegie Mellon, which is impressive, but he's also my father-in-law. I had a relationship with him. And if you look at the relationships in the beginning of the podcast, I just went with who I knew. And I always ask at the end of every meeting that I have, who do you know that I should know? And that's led to some wonderful relationships. But just start working the relationships that you know and see where that leads. If you don't start where you are, you're going to stay where you are and never develop relationships beyond that. So start working the list with who you know. And how you start working that list is by simply reaching out and asking for 30 minutes of a leader's time. That's step number three. Reach out and ask for 30 minutes of a leader's time. And here's what I do when I ask for a leader's time. First, I preface it by introducing myself and letting them know that I'd like to have 30 minutes of their time and that if they would allow me to have that time, that one, I will send them a list of questions in advance and that I would respect their timeline. That way they know that I'm going to come intentionally and with an agenda and I will not waste their time. But here's my secret sauce, and this kind of happened accidentally, but my secret sauce is create some kind of unique proposition to add value to them as a leader. Now, for me, it was the podcast. I started this podcast, and so when I meet with leaders now or I reach out to leaders, I don't just say, hey, can I meet you for coffee? I'll send you questions. I say this, hey, leader, I'd love to meet with you and learn from you, and I will, if you end up allowing me to have a meeting with you, I will send you questions in advance. But not only that, I would love to record our time together. And so you will not only add value to me through what you teach me, but you also add value to everyone who listens to the L3 Leadership Podcast. Now that's where multiplication comes in. And if a leader knows that they're going to get an ROI, not just in investing in a young leader, but also everyone that they influence, they're much more likely to say it. And by the way, they now have an audio of them sharing their wisdom that they can share with their followers and add value to everyone that they influence. It's wonderful. So for me, it's a podcast. For you, it may be something else, but come up with some kind of unique proposition to get in the door. And just remember, it all goes back to credibility and just making sure that you're developing your credibility. Now, when a leader gives you a yes and they say you're willing to meet, that's when I encourage you to actually go and study them. And now I have a list and I'm more than willing to share that in the show notes. And so I'll make sure that we do that. But whenever I get a meeting with a leader, I have a list of about 20 questions that I ask every leader that I meet with. But then I actually spend time, usually about an hour or two per interview, researching the person that I'm about to spend time with. I'll read articles, I'll watch interviews they've done on YouTube, and I just aggregate as much information about them as I can. And then I I develop questions that make me curious that I would like to ask them. I always over-prepare. For instance, my lunch with John Maxwell, I had seven pages of questions. I knew we wouldn't get through all seven of them, but I wanted to be that prepared that if he wanted to go longer, I could go longer. So do your due diligence. Realize that you may not get through all the questions, so prioritize them, but always prepare for your meeting. Now, on the actual day of the meeting, be early for your meeting. Something a leader taught me when I was very, very young, he said, to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late, and to be late is to be left. And so make sure you're there at least 15 minutes early. It shows that you respect and value their time. When you actually get the meeting, shake their hand, say hello, and make eye contact with them. And here's another secret sauce bonus, and I don't always do this, but I always try to. Bring them something that they love. And this can be on the front end or the back end, but bring them something they love. And where I got this principle was, I forget the woman's name, but the woman that created the Aflac Duck, she had a a meeting with Warren Buffett, and she was supposed to get a 10 to 15 minute interview with Warren. 
Well, in her research for her interview with Warren, she found out that he liked Diet Cherry Coke or Cherry Coke, one or the other. And so before her interview with Warren Buffett, she went to a convenience store, bought a little cooler, bought some ice and got a glass of ice cold Cherry Coke. She brings it to the interview, sits down with Warren Buffett, says hello and says, Mr. Buffett, I know you love Cherry Coke in my research for you. And so I thought we'd start the interview with something that you love. Here's your Diet Cherry Coke. And he said, young lady, in all of my years of doing interviews, no one's ever brought me a cherry Coke. You can have as much time as you want. She ended up getting an hour and a half interview with Warren Buffett. No one gets an hour and a half with Warren Buffett, all because she spent $1.50 on a, a cherry Coke at a convenience store. So for me, oftentimes I'll reach out to whoever I'm interviewing's admin assistant, and I'll ask for something that they love. And it can be something as, as small as a gift card to Starbucks. But again, it's showing and, and helping you stand out, and it's showing you that you value them. So there's a little secret sauce for you to add to them. When you're in the meeting, obviously go through your list of questions. I always print out two copies. I give one to them, and then I have one for myself. Bring a notebook and take notes. Now, I don't do this if I'm in a podcast interview, but if I'm just meeting with a leader, I always handwrite whatever they're teaching me. It shows you that you're actually listening and valuing what they're saying. So always take notes. And again, if you say you're not a note taker, I would say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you need to take notes. How are you going to remember everything? And so take notes. And then at the end of the meeting, I always ask the same question. I always ask, how did you experience this? So I want feedback. If, if I wasted their time or wasn't focused, I want that feedback so I can get better for the next meeting that I have with leaders. And the second question that I always ask is, who do you know that I should know? Who do you know that I should know? And all of a sudden, they make a list of two or three names of people that are sharp leaders that I can connect with. Well, now they just go on my bucket list. And the beautiful thing about that question is, if you build credibility in your time with them, if you're intentional and they know you value it, they'll open that door for you. And that's what's beautiful. They've allowed me to use their names and emails. Some of them have made email intros for me. And so always ask that question, follow up with next steps. After the meeting, this is huge. This is huge. Always send a thank you note every single time. And don't just write, Hey, thanks for coffee. You know, Doug, write down, Hey, John Maxwell, thank you so much for spending an hour and a half with me. Hey, in our time together, here are my top five key takeaways. Thank you so much for adding value. And if you didn't do something on the front end for them, here's where I would encourage you to do something on the back end, whether it's a gift card, etc. And a principle that I actually picked up from John that I now am using to process what I do on the back end of these meetings is John told me, he said, Doug, anytime you get a meeting with a leader, you need to walk away and ask, what can I do now to become unforgettable to that leader? I'll say that again, because that is so good. What can I do now for that leader that'll make me unforgettable in their eyes? And John used the example of he, he spent time with a leader and it was a president of a college and he ended up going to a Mont Blanc store and bought a really nice Mont Blanc JFK pen. He hand wrote this president a letter and with the Mont Blanc pen and said, hey, this is a JFK Mont Blanc pen. JFK was a visionary and he put us on the moon. You get to invest in the next generation of visionaries every single day. Thank you so much for that. Now, in John's eyes, what's going to happen? Every time that leader uses that pen or looks at that pen, he's going to think of John Maxwell. He became unforgettable in that leader's eyes. So good. Find out what a leader likes and find a way to add value to them. And oftentimes, what I also like to do is a value add. If they have an admin assistant that set up the meeting, I try to find out what they like. And I'll actually ask the leader I'm spending time with, hey, do they have anything that they love? And I usually try to buy a really nice gift card for the administrative assistant. And again, yes, to become unforgettable, but it's just the right thing to do. They do so much to add value. And so serve the people around that leader and, and watch it. Watch what it does for you. It's amazing. Just add value to people.
So send a thank you, send them a gift, become unforgettable. And if you want to develop the relationship, here's just a few things. If if you meet with a leader and say, hey, I I would love to have multiple meetings with this leader, here's what I would encourage you to do. One, don't ask for another meeting a week later. Wait three to six months and actually apply what they taught you. (laughs) There's a thought. (laughs) And once you apply what they've taught you, then ask for another meeting. And so, hey, John Maxwell, thank you so much for meeting with me. It's been six months since our last meeting. In our first meeting together, this is what you would write in the card. In our first meeting together, you told me to do this, this, and this. I did it. I executed on it. Here's the result. Did I do it right? And can we meet again? Now, if you do that, I'm telling you there's not a mentor in the country that won't meet with you. Nobody does that. And so show them that you can actually execute on what you taught them. And for sometimes, and this was actually John's advice to me. Now, to get two meetings with John Maxwell would be really, really difficult. But he said, at some point, it's not just, will the people I'm mentoring do something with what I taught them? He said, it also becomes, will they value what I value? And so sometimes if you want another meeting with a leader, find out what their mission is, find out what their vision is and serve it. And so if you want another meeting with John Maxwell, I'm going to find out. He encouraged me to go on a trip with him and start valuing what he values. So that's what I'm going to do. So value and serve the vision and mission of whoever you'd like to meet with again. And then just ask them for the meeting again. And that is literally my entire process for getting meetings with leaders. And I just repeat that over and over and over and over and over again. And again, that has led to so many relationships that I can't even like, I am so grateful for the doors that have been opened up just by following that intentional process. And so the whole goal of this episode was to give you a step-by-step process so that you could get a meeting with anyone and keep those meetings going and turn those into mentoring relationships. And so my hope for you today is that you'll develop at least one relationship through this process that changes your destiny forever. And if I get to play a small part in your journey, it would be quite an honor. So thanks so much for listening and watching this episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast. We value you. We love you and we live here to serve you. So until next time. Well, leader, thank you so much for listening to my lesson on how to get a meeting with anyone. I hope that it added value to your life. You can find ways to connect with me and links to everything that I discussed in the show notes at l3leadership.org forward slash 381. And leader, as always, I want to challenge you that if you want to 10X your growth this year, then you need to either launch or join an L3 Leadership Mastermind Group. Mastermind Groups are simply groups of 6 to 12 leaders that meet together on a consistent basis for at least one year in order to help each other grow, hold each other accountable, and to do life together. For me personally, Mastermind Groups have been the greatest source of growth in my life over the last 8 years, and I believe every leader needs to be in one. So if you're interested in learning more about launching or joining a group, go to l3leadership.org forward slash masterminds or email me at dougsmith at l3leadership.org. And as always, I like to end with a quote, and I'll quote Gerald Brooks today, and he said this. He said, Criticism is the climate of leadership. If others have to make you feel good, you won't lead. Wow. Well, leader, know that my wife, Laura, and I love you. We believe in you, and I say it every episode, but don't quit. Keep leading. The world desperately needs your leadership. We'll talk to you next episode.